0: Welcome to Overflow, the podcast exploring what is and is not inherently visible about those who build with Webflow. I'm Matthew Munger from the Webflow community team. And in each episode, we highlight the unique perspectives, passions, and experiences that fuel the creative mind of our guest. From La Rochelle, France, we're joined by Webflow designer, Vincent Badeau. Vincent is well known for sharing his knowledge and being a long-standing member of the community. At nearly a decade, but his recent contributions earned him two Webflow Community Award nominations for Community Creator and Community Educator of the Year. In this episode, we'll hear how his co working space surrounds him with inspiration and opportunities to explore problem solving, plus, how sketching, curiosity, and sharing are powerful tools. Featuring Vincent Badeau, this is Overflow. Hey Vincent, it's a pleasure to speak with you today. Hello, Matthew. Thanks for having me. So to get us started, why don't you tell everyone a bit about yourself and your background?
1: I have uh, had several careers. Before around 2005, I started to do uh, to the web design. But at the time, it was not very fun. We had plenty of tools to do graphic design, like Photoshop. It was the web part that was difficult. If you wanted to to do something significant, you had to work with uh, development agencies, web agencies, and you were just a very small part of a very big process.
0: What is your role now, nowadays?
1: Nowadays, I work as a freelance now. I'm mostly uh, building uh, workflow websites that have been designed by very good agencies uh, with artistic directors or designers. I like to work with those agencies now because they provide challenges with every uh, every one of their projects. So I, I like to to say yes when I absolutely don't know how I'm going to.
0: <laughs> Vincent, can you describe where you live for folks who are listening?
1: I live in France on on the west coast. I live by the water. My commute is just going from a port to another. So I only move by bike. She's very very nice. It's a very very nice uh, life to live. I can go to the beach at lunch. I can go to the beach for dinner.
0: What's your favorite or what do you really enjoy about living there?
1: We're really living at the rhythm of the sea. We are heavily impacted by the tide. Everyone is either uh, sailing or surfing or skateboarding. Lots of boats and my co-working is even inside of a shipyard, one that is doing a classic wood boats. So it's like Quite magical. Like I just, uh, I can yeah. just step out of my office and see boat carpentry. It's massive. It's uh, it's very interesting. We have a lot of people working on boats, mm-hmm. a lot of boats and crews and tourist comp- companies. My first workflow clients here uh, locally uh, were boat cruise companies, and I've I had the chance to work for others. So you're never really far from the sea, neither from the idea of the ocean.
0: What's your favorite place to go out and visit around town or in the area?
1: That's a very good question. My favorite place is actually where I work now because this is this has been a dream. You would be excited, Matthew. Everyone here is a creator and an artist. the carpenter that works on boats. You should see what they do, and they always like this is a very creative process. There's nothing that is that 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 goes as planned. everything you have to invent every step of the process. You have to make your own tools it's a state of mind you know and it's way Mm -hmm. better like my life is way better now that i have those people
0: around me yeah you're surrounded by others who are expressing creativity and problem solving in different ways and that can provide you kind of inspiration in a different kind of headspace
1: exactly and people who are experts people who are growing an expertise over a full life i have people here that have been uh, carpenters on the most magnificent wood boats when they talk about something about a technique, they know what they talk about.
0: yeah, working in the digital world, you know our tools, our platforms, our technology is constantly changing and and shifting. <laughs> it's a very different kind of career to be able to dedicate your whole life to really honing in very specific skill set. That's very true. So since we're talking about your workspace, can you kind of describe the room that you're sitting in there?
1: So my desk is quite classic. I have two screens on, you know, a mic, a good cam, nice lamps. Mm. I like things that are in in wood, in leather, and metal. I'm sharing my office with a naval architect. And so everything, and he's Italian. He has very good taste about everything. So the office is quite nice. It's a bit messy on my space because I keep going into the cheap shipyard and steal pieces of wood. So I have like a lot of exotic wood and I, I steal the pieces because I want to do projects with them.
0: And I, I imagine that the wood, especially that raw wood that you're getting from the shipyard, has some strong smells as well, like the different woods.
1: Absolutely. I love the smell of it. Everyone is, is, is fed up with it. I'm st- <laughs> I still love it when someone is sewing it. You can smell it from the other place of the shipyard. So it smells differently every day. And so it's like sounds and smells.
0: Something for all the senses there around you. What can you see out your window there? Oh, the best view! I'm at the entry of the
1: shipyard. So I can see the shipyard where all the wood is, where the boats come and go. And sometimes they move all the boats. So it's very nice Mm -hmm. to see. On the other, on the exterior, I can see the, the best part of the port of the city where the museum boats are so there's like a gigantic very old weather boat that is in front of me that is now it's just sit there it serves as a a something a tourist visit and it's (laughs) surrounded by the by classic boats so it's it's old sailboats and yachts that are perfectly restored
0: that's beautiful when you're working do you like to uh listen to anything music and podcast uh, mm. half
1: of the time but um, i i like to just hear what what's happening around me uh, i like to be disturbed so it's very very interesting to to be a part of that i'm listening to a lot of stand-up comedy okay um and more recently i'm very much into john Mulaney and um, taylor Tomlinson. They're
0: both hilarious. How does listening to podcasts and specifically like comedy, how does that kind of affect your headspace or your, as you work?
1: Comedy is just good for my brain. And, you know, as, as a regular podcast comedy and standup comedy, the artists, they talk about what they have encountered uh, very recently. So it's like almost news for me sometimes. I don't watch TV at all, actually. Cause it's too long and everything. So it's really uh, more podcast audios. If I want to watch something, it's going to be makers on YouTube, people mm-hmm. who are doing forge, woodworking, any kind mm-hmm. of craft, actually, yeah. leather work.
0: Yeah. So you're obviously very interested in craftsmen and artists, but what do you like to do when you're not working?
1: I like to ride my bike, actually. Mm. Well, when I'm not working on on what? brings me money um i try to work in the shipyard on on wood projects i try to go to flea markets to get very old tools and very old furniture that i'm going to restore and when i'm not doing that i like to take my kids and uh, and to ride my bike and to go along the coast or in the forest or every or anywhere on the islands because we have like a lot of islands around that we can reach by boat or bridge with the bikes on the boats so it's very, uh, it's very nice. And I'm not paying the boats because I'm making the website for everybody. So,
0: <laughs> so you <laughs> got a free, very long time free passes yes. on all the ferries and boats.
1: And they are actually very, very, very pleased to have web full websites. They give me free tickets. Any, <laughs> anyone that is visiting me here, free tickets for you. Come visit right. me. I'll put you on a boat.
0: <laughs> that sounds like a good deal to me. All right, Vincent, can you describe what you do in your kind of day to day role? it what, was what a day look like for you I, I usually
1: start my days by uh, building you know because of time zones I have less incoming traffic in the morning Traffic from the USA will happen in the in, in the early afternoon right. so I'm, I'm starting my day by building what I've been working on the last night actually sometimes I don't even reach the point where I build for money uh, I spend some time going in on, on the different social networks and the forum to answer questions. For Twitter, uh, which is uh, uh, where I like to post uh, lately on LinkedIn too it's nice to post there uh, mm-hmm. nice discussions uh, happening there. my walls are covered by uh, post-its notes, and I have like the biggest post-it notes you can find. those are like your backlog of ideas over there yes ah. and I can't keep them all there so I have to clean them and then you now I have notebooks where I do all my things and even all my calculations is something I'm working on with a CSS calc mm-hmm. uh, because I have new ideas for workflow and um, but then I have to look you know I have to take my all, all my post-its yeah. from the walls and put them into
0: Yeah you've got your post-its. Into notebooks
1: because I want to organize them. <laughs> I definitely yeah. will never have time to develop all of that, but I like to take some time, sometime a full day to just craft
0: a clonable that is gonna help people. That's a very beautiful way to kind of collect your ideas and also be able to look back on kind of how you did problem solving as you were working through a design issue or an interaction.
1: Everything you've seen from me is starting with pen and paper. It's always been uh, super important to me uh, the pen and the paper. I have like maybe 12 things like that here. Yeah. The mugs are too small now to <laughs> plant pot. That's a pot, yeah. Uh, so every uh, everything starts
0: with uh, with pen and paper for me. Because I just I do don't same, want yeah. to, to lose the ideas. There's something about kind of the freeform nature of pen and paper where you can mix your ideas. And it's like everything that's happening in your brain is not compartmentalized like we often have to do once we go digital. But when you kind of start in that state, it really is freeform. And you can kind of just yes, let it all out. Yes, we,
1: what we, it... uh, Webflow has a, a role to play in my renewed interest for it. It's totally possible to just fire up Webflow and start designing right into Webflow. Mm-hmm. It's even more possible if you have done your work by drafting as much as you can on pen and paper. And you can, and Absolutely. You, you, you can go very far. So with, with the right amount of sketching, preliminary research for your resources, icons,
0: images, and everything, I have a very similar workflow where I either jump straight into Webflow with a blank canvas or start with a blank piece of paper and start there to kind of work through kind of ideas or, or kind of problem spaces. And so what excites you or kind of motivates you about being a Webflow designer?
1: This is very easy to answer. I'm still not over the empowerment Webflow brought to me. Mm-hmm. I've been someone full of ideas since I'm a kid. I always wanted to do everything. I wanted to build things. I wanted to cook things. I wanted to draw. I wanted to, you know. And I was like, I've been a geek and a nerd at a very young age. And so I always dreamed about things that were too big for me to realize. Being able to dream about those things came with frustration. In in the early 2000s, when I was developing, creating websites, I needed developers to do my stuff. So I was lucky enough to work to invent some apps on on um, on iPhone that had some success. So it was very pleasing, uh, photo apps, you know. But when the developer says he doesn't want to go, he want to do the doesn't want to do the extra mile to have the app super polished like I wanted it to be, mm-hmm. but there's nothing I can do. I was really like frustrated and envious about other structures where uh, designers could have a say could have the last word about something, how it should be, how well polished it should be. So when Webflow arrived, this is great, because I have nothing, no one to ask for, no one to ask the permission for, no one to ask the feasibility for. You know, I can just dive right away in Webflow, start a project, check what I need to add fins with attributes, and I'm going to add
0: some integromat on it. Why is that empowerment important to you?
1: I guess because I belong to this type of person that is for who making things, achieving things, producing things are important. I wish I wasn't only like that. I wish I could like be enough with just living the life and breathing the air. A goal, you know, you can try to achieve in meditation, a full consciousness and everything. No, I need like a lot of people. I need to build. I need to see something progress. I cherish the moments where... People are going to use the things I've built or imagined or pushed online.
0: That's a fantastic yeah. feeling, yeah. Is there a resource out there that you think more people should know about?
1: I think not enough people are confident in the fact they can progress very, very quickly by just uh, looking for answers on on Google or networks. You don't need to buy yourself a full course. You don't necessarily need to do that. You're going to be good at Webflow if you know HTML and CSS. When you're using Webflow, you just have to be curious enough to understand what you do. It means when you're using something that is on the style panel or Navigator, it has a name, you could just Google it to know more about this CSS property or this HTML Mm -hmm. element. So by just being curious and and Googling a bit more, uh, you are going to extend dramatically your power, what you can do, what you can imagine with things. So this is All a good right. advice to,
0: yeah. to give to people. Yeah, good advice, yeah, is to be curious, explore on your own. and It is a kind of a shortcut for learning to actually take on that kind of exploration and just do it in little, in little pieces, like you said. Dig into it a little more and be curious. Who is someone within the Webflow community that inspires you?
1: There's a lot of people... Some people are natural into talking to, to other people and growing a community like Melissa, for example, Melissa Mendes, and, um, Devin Fontaine, that is a friend of mine before he went into Webflow, which was interesting. And I see him thriving into this side yeah. of this community. He's like so eager to have found this community. He always was like that, but now he wants to share everything that he knows, you know, and he's yeah. a bit like me and like you. He doesn't wait to be an expert on something. Like, if he's excited about something, he's going to want to talk about it to others and to teach Mm -hmm. them. But the one that is never ceased to to amaze me is Waldo, actually. Waldo. And Waldo, I know him for like eight years. And you know, I could talk about everything with Waldo. And he's an expert on everything. Uh, Even like when (laughs) Pokemon Go, Pokemon (laughs) Go appeared, like, he was already like full of Pokemons. He knew everything about it. And now he knows everything about 3D printing. He knows how to manage people. He knows how to manage projects. He knows how to put people in contact. He's always flawlessly nice, extremely nice to people. This guy is amazing. knows yeah. it, just to amaze me.
0: Absolutely. Well, well no, I, love I love you. Yeah, he's one of the nicest people you'll ever meet and always willing to share and help. What is one piece of advice that you would like to share with those in the community? If you have the urge to share, don't wait
1: until you're an expert on something. Build something and share it. And your social audience will come quicker than you think if you continue to do that. Mm -hmm. And you will cherish, very, very soon you will cherish the feedback you get out of it. It will make you better and it will make you more capable of doing it again. We are still at a very extremely early age of what we're living, uh, of what Webflow is capable of, the revolution of uh, web design and everything. Very, very early stage.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Share your work. It gives you a way to look back on your progress. It gives way for others to give you valuable feedback, which helps you grow. And the audience, you know, it'll come, but that's not really why you do it you do it because you will get that personal growth all right vincent if anyone listening in the webflow community would like to connect with you how can they do that on twitter
1: twitter is a weird place now (laughs) but design twitter is amazing webflow twitter is amazing forum twitter and linkedin are are the most beneficial platforms for me
0: This was an Overflow episode with Vincent Badeau, produced by the Webflow Community team with music by Joseph McDade. To learn more about the Webflow community, please visit webflow.com community. I've been your host, Matthew Munger. Thanks for listening.